Good afternoon, this is the End Time Podcast. You are listening to the writing on the wall. I'm your host, Tay. Today, we talking again about identity. You know, I can just get just dive right into it, man. Coming from the hood, you know, I've seen a lot, man. And like all my peers, you know, those who are still living, those in the pen, those who dead, just my day-to-day, you know, my day one peers, you know, it's, you know, looking back, it's, it's like we all were searching for identity. You know, I'm talking about all my peers who was in the uh, gang life and, you know, the drug life. You know, just identity that we were searching for or what we were trying to identify ourselves to and the reasons why. You know, it had me thinking, uh, like, last night, man, I was um almost tearing up crying because, you know, how much time I wasted, you know, which is... Turned out to be overall a blessing because of the process. But ultimately, you know, I could have lost my life trying to identify to a worldly stigma, a worldly status, or a worldly identity, or worldly this, or worldly that, or just in the world, man. Trying to find who I was because there's so much chaos and so much lies and so much deceit and so much pain and so much anger and so much false false everything it's just so much man i'm like jesus man it's like how can anybody find out in the world anyway man it's just so much in the world oh my goodness it's so much worldly world world stuff man you know to the point where you know it goes back to my father you know because you may y'all know you know i ain't had the best relationships you know with fathers and my father figures in my life you know especially with my biological father who rejected me and you know me losing my stepfather at 16 to the pen you know Kind of like was big because I was coming to my own man, you know, and I ain't had nobody to really teach me how to be a man, you know. So I looked to the streets, I looked to the gang, like looked to the bloods, you know, and I, I got into the blood and gang life with the bloods, you know, and and what they was telling me who I was or what I should be, you know. Honestly, I didn't feel that, but I knew that that's what it takes, you know. It's like everybody got to take on the same identity, and hopefully that identity that we take on. You know, lift us up higher than the other. You know, where you're a BG, OG, you know, YOG, you know, and I seen a lot of demises. I seen, I seen fatalities. I, I seen, I mean, it's sad because, you know, we striving for the identity. We strive for, you know, that, that purpose, that, you know, that name, you know, it's like we strive for a name and a, and a, and a like our names and the lights, but ultimately most of them got their names written on the stone, you know? For for a gang that honestly don't really care nothing about you because if I if our gang did it wouldn't put us in that position that we put in like bro why would I I mean if if my gang really cared about me why would it make me well, I mean honestly psh, the stuff man I don't want to get into what we have to do but it's like you know like you doing all of that for identity and it's like when you look I think I, it was something popped on like my news feed on Google news feed about a, a you know a rapper and um. Chicago, you know, and we all know, you know, Chicago is where it's at, you know, and even my stepfather, you know, he had ties to Chicago and, you know, it's real out there. And it's like, I think it was an interview that he did, like, not too far, not too long ago before he just uh, got gunned down recently, you know, about clout, you know, how everybody clout chasing. Everybody want their name to be, you know, just in the lights, you know, just the fame. You know, it's like a, a name. I'm like, and it's sad because it's like, you know, in the hood, 
when you don't have, you know, the father figures around, you don't have the prosperity, you don't have the success, you have your broken homes, you have just hell around you, man. It's like you want to rise above that. You want to want something better. When you look around, you see just nothing but filth and nastiness and just brokenness. And, you know, it's like you want to shoot to the stars like a dream. But the thing about it is, it ain't it ain't many ways or many paths up there, unless you probably you know sports, you know, uh, you know some academics. But if you really in the streets, you ain't you ain't in school, you know, you know. And this podcast, you know, I'm kind of just venting a little bit, but you know, y'all follow me though. You know, we don't have many paths in the hood to success. You know, it's already a systematic oppression over us that keep us in the hood to keep us in a trap to the point where they even pay rappers to, to bring out this trap music this trap 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 i'm like dude how dumb can we be to be singing about a word that's talking about trap we in the trap we in the trap don't you know trap mean trap <laughs> it's like bro the word itself is scary it's like we in the trap bro what what type of mouse and cheese maze foolish is that you know, but that's what we identify to because, like I said, we don't have nobody really shining true light. It's really darkness, you know. But you know, and I and I, I, I was there. I was guilty, you know. I think one of the biggest things that kind of opened my eyes about, you know, finding identity to my gang life really is the death of, uh, you know, someone you know that I knew, uh, Lil B. I'm not gonna say his real name, you know. That hurt me the most. Because, you know, when I first got, you know, smashed on the hood or in my gang, when I first got initiated, I'm sorry, I, I can't remember who I am. But he was the first person who reached out to me, first person who showed me around, first person who showed me love. Kind of like when I was, if you know anything about ministry versus ministry, the series before, you know that I had a big thing on acceptance, you know, because I was rejected by my father. He accepted me. He showed me around to people in my high school, you know, those in the gangs that kind of like just made me feel good, made me feel part of the family, you know. You know, and uh, he was all he all he all looked out for me, and his older brother looked out for me too. His older brother's the reason why I got in the gang, which is kind of funny. It's like the older brother brought me in, and he's serving like forty years, something like that. You know, he's serving years. You know, he you know, and his little brother one who stepped to me, but you know, and it's and what happened to him was so tragic. You know, killed him in front of his home, gunned him down, and. And I remember I was at TSU, you know, when I got the news, it hit, man, because it's like, you know, you hear the same stories over and over and over and over for all the cats in the hood, you know, that it seemed like we all try to shoot for the, the, the hood life, the thug life, you know, you know, prospering the hood, you know, this, the, you know, hood rich or whatever, this name in the hood. And it seemed like they all got, they all got the same reward. Death of the, of the pen. People in the pen right now doing crazy years, man. For what? You know, for a name. For identity. They identify themselves to something and they got their reward. They got their purpose. Their purpose is to be in the pen of the dead. I'm just keeping honest. Like, I mean, people rap about it all day long about, I'm in the hood. I'm in the block. I'll kill you. I'll take your girl. i sell the dope. i do this. They speaking that stuff, and I and it's scary because in, when I was in the hood, you know, 
Life or death lies in the power of tongue. And you speaking this and people are, are playing this in their ears every single day. You know, that's who and that's what they identify to. And next thing you know, that's who they are. And there's consequences to that. That's consequence to sin. The ways of sin is death and they ultimately would die. Some make it out. Some wish they would have died. And I, and I, and I realized, you know, and, and it hurt me when I heard about this guy who just got gunned down because it's like, you know, it's like he, he couldn't let it go. Why he couldn't let it go? Because that's who he that was, that was his identity. That was his identity. That's who he know. That's who he know. That's how he know himself. He don't know himself no other way. And the reality is I look at that in the, in the church too as well because, you know, for a lot of people who get caught up, you know, in, in the church with trying to find their identity is some people started off because... Uh, uh, someone spoke something over them and because of whether they was immature or they were just anxious or they didn't use wisdom and put the word on the shelf try the word pray about the word but it's like you run with it because you somebody probably with influence or who was success in ministry spoke a word over you and you just ran with it that's who you are and then it's like and you wonder why it's, everything is so hard for you to do why things got complicated why things became pressure why is that pressure when 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 that's supposed to be who you are? It's supposed to be natural, like water. Like, I mean, you hear all the time people say, you know, when they find who they are, man, they never work a day in their life and all this stuff. They find their true identity, their true work, you know. But sometimes it's not the case because people go through so much. Why is that envy when you know who you are, when you found who you are, when you got your identity, huh? Why you get envy with somebody else? The same pastor probably told somebody else the same another word. You envy because they were. They stuff is better. I'm like, what? How's that? That don't make no sense. You can't be you can't be jealous of somebody else when you know who you are, unless you unless you don't know who you are, unless you that word is not truly who you are. That's you know unless you know for the you know, for the reasons. Well, I'm not really getting into that, but you know that's real, man. You know, because identity is important. Identity is important only just to. You know, I'm speaking from a man's perspective. You know, I'm not knocking no sisters and then, or no women, but to a man, this is very important because we put, we the, we the head. You know, we the leaders. We we the, we men. We are we are men. We was created first. <laughs> you know, not saying we better than a woman. I am not saying that. You know, because you know, women are powerful. They got powerful callings. They was the first ones to preach the gospel. <laughs> you know. I mean, they give birth. I mean, my wife get. I mean, I just had my second child. Like, you talking about identity, a mother? Mother is one of the most powerful identities and callings I ever seen in my life because I can't push out no kid. I'm, I'm trust me, my, my wife, if you ever meet my wife, I'm not going to say her name, but she'll tell you a story how it was when she was, you know, uh, giving birth. I, I can't do that. I can't even witness it. That's, that's, that's just a lot. But anyway, Kind of get back to, you know, what I was talking about is about identity, you know, that I learned from the streets the hard way that, you know, that I'm watching all my fellow brothers and sisters dying and going to the pen. I'm like off drug dealing and killing and gangbanging. I'm like, bro, this is if this is the identity, this who I am. And this is basically the reward of what's coming my way. I'm like, I got to make a choice. It's like, uh. <laughs> some ain't given, you know, and then I got into church, kind of got into the exact same thing where it's like I, I ran with stuff that wasn't even supposed to be mine, you know, a prophetic word or what I think or what I heard on Sunday service 
or I think all oh, some of my pastor saying a sermon, he preaching a sermon, and and there's something you know he say, and I immediately take it as he's speaking to me. I'm like, dude, that, that word probably one for me, but because I'm so gullible, because I'm so open, because I'm so open to try to see who I am in Christ, my identity, my purpose, that I would take anything, and I had to learn like, bro, that's not that's not that's not wise. That's not something that we should do. We don't know how to receive. Reality is, you know, go to Jesus and Jesus take a little minute. And that's reality. <laughs> you know, so, to some, I can speak only speak to me. Like, you know, I've been trying to find who I am in Christ for the long and I'm learning that God give me give me in part. And I thank God he gave me in part because one thing about me is I'm very dramatic. You know, you know, like and I'm very, um, how can I say, I'm very narrow minded. Tunnel vision. You know, I see what's in front of me. And sometimes, you know, I put all what's in front of me. What I see, I'm, you know, I'm good, you know, in, in a sprint, you know, like, hey. But um, that's the real reality, man, is that, you know, I just learned myself. And sometimes it's very wise that you that you know yourself. Or how can you receive kind of like your pitfalls? You know, kind of like the devices, not devices like the enemy put, but just just flashing within yourself. Yeah, you can't say device the enemy put, you know, kind of like just know how just how you are, you know, because, you know, you. I mean, I always say this. If ain't nobody to know about you, it should be you. I mean, it's some stuff that we don't know, but I mean, you depending on how old you are, if you're old enough, you kind of know, love your little way, especially your flesh. So you kind of, you kind of like you know how you are, you know, when it comes to certain stuff, you know, dress your identity because, you know, it's it's tough, you know, because I've been a lot of people my whole life, you know. You might just say, you might just give me an Oscar. I need an Oscar for my life because I, I I've been a lot of people, a lot of ways. I mean, and I, I and I never quote unquote was satisfied, you know. It never felt like, okay, this is who I am. Like, I'm good. It was, it, it changes like the days, you know, and it, and it was tough, you know, they realizing like, man, I'm, a, I'm out here Denzeling, man, you know, and like, why come I just can't know, you know, completely like who I am in the Lord, you know, like, why come it's, it, it got to be so much with it and, and why come I'm taking on identities, I'm taking on other stuff, I'm taking from pieces to, I'm putting pieces from this, pieces from that, pieces from this, pieces from this person, and I'm building a person identity into one identity. I'm like, what type of? And that's not that's not smart. That's not wise. I mean, just I mean, I literally took pieces of everything and made it into one identity and say, this is who I am. I'm like, bro, I wonder why I'm so so frustrated. Why I'm so frustrated daily, you know? Because I can't tell you how bad it was. And I start identifying myself to my talents and my gifting. That's a lie. I'm sorry. Your time's gifts is not who you are. Oh, please. If you are listening to this right now, and if you are a great singer, if you are whatever you is, and you think you you identify yourself to that, oh, you gonna have. Well, I'm 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 gonna save you a long process. Go ahead and just go ahead and just stop now, please. You know, and oh, Jesus, and Lord, Lord, oh man, if you really anointed. And certain stuff, oh man, and that's all you can, that's the only hand claps you get, and the only steps you get, only when you sing or when you dance or when you preach. Oh, Jesus, Lord, I just pray for you. God, oh, I know how I feel, Jesus, when that's the only hand claps you get, that's the only times you get friends, that's the only time you get this, the only time you ever be seen is when you singing and you are doing this or you doing some type of gifting. 
Oh, boy, God, Jesus, I can only imagine what's going on in your life right now. Jesus on your identity. But, um, God, Jesus, I think God, I got past that. God, Jesus, I got past that. God. Woo. All right, let me get back. But, yeah, your gift and identity, well, your gift is and talent is not who you are. That's what you do. <laughs> and that was giving out, they, they giving out repentance. That's just what you do, man. You know, it's, 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 it's like a little piece into the bigger picture. That's not that's that's not the big picture, you know. And nine times ten, you know, that's probably not what you actually, you know. <laughs> most of you probably developed that, you know. You probably did it because your parents told you. You probably did it for uh because of pain. You probably did it for you know whatever reason you want decided to go into develop skills, develop giftings or whatever. You know some stuff God given, some stuff man just. The discipline and determination, you're like, look, man, I'm going to do this, you know, whatever reason why, you know, but if it's still, if, you know, but it brings a lot of frustration. Oh, Jesus. But anyway, though, I had to, I had to sit down, man. I had to humble myself. I had to just be like, you know what, who, who am I? Who am Tay? And then I get to a point like, okay, if I don't know who I am, oh, God don't tell me right, uh, right now, am I okay with that? You know, that's the question you got to ask. Is you, are you okay if God don't tell you who you are right now? Are you okay with waiting? You know? Like, honestly, not saying it because you listen to like, oh, yeah, I am. I'm Christian. I'm a super Christian. Yeah, I'm okay with waiting. No, like, genuine. Like, bro, are you really okay with waiting right now? You know? Like I said, I'm, I have two, I have two kids. You know, I'm a husband. You know, I'm a ministry leader. And I'm still am trying to find who I am in parts. You know? I, and I like to be patient. I like to say, you know what? God, just tell me completely in your timing. Show me in parts. Give me little snippets. Because one thing about me, I'm, I already have a lot going on for myself. I don't want to be overburdened. Because one thing about me, I'm very narrow-minded. But I just run out of stuff. Like I said, I'm, I'm, like, I'm good at sprint. Like, if you give me one thing, I'm run out to it. So you give me identity, boy, I'm, that's all I'm be focused on. And I, that just, I'm learning how to kind of stretch out a little bit. Be a little more flexible. Be a little more open for other stuff. You know, I'm just all, that's just me. You know, I had to learn I have to learn that for real. But uh, I'm also blessed, you know, because I'm willing to be patient with the Lord, you know, and his timing. It's okay. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm 29 years old. I mean, it's okay. I mean, because I used to have this big thing about, man, Jesus 30. He went to his ministry. I want him at 30. I'm going to ministry. Okay, what if I don't at 30? I'm going to be upset at Jesus. Like, come on, Jesus, you went to your ministry at 30? You know, you, you got your identity at 30? You know, I want my identity at 30. I'm like, nah, I'm not Jesus, bro. I'm I'm not Jesus. And Lord knows I don't want to be. Some people out here want to be Jesus. Even Kanye talks stuff, Jesus. And now all of a sudden he's a Christian. Now all of a sudden everybody says, oh, look at him. Oh, man, you know, it's foolishness. And he blasphemed the Holy Spirit, but people out here talking about he's a Christian. But clearly you don't have the Holy Spirit to, to discern and confirm because <laughs> the Holy Spirit will tell you straight up about that guy. But anyway, I'm like, this is not about that. And I can hear people arguing in the comments. Do what you do. But I don't care what you say. You ain't deceiving me, Kanye. Like I said, I've seen some stuff. You did a lot of foolishness, a lot of stuff in your videos, partner. Especially about blaspheming the Holy Spirit and doing stuff with the Holy Spirit. Um, so I ain't trying to hear all that foolishness, man. Nah. All of a sudden, now you want to go, go, uh, go, go for Jesus. Nah, bro, get out of here with all that. But anyway, we ain't here to talk about that. But uh, identity, you know, it comes from the Father, you know. And a lot of people don't understand that. 
Your identity comes from the Father. And I'm learning, and I'm learning, and I thank God Jesus is patient with me because I like, I like, you know, the commercial, it's my money and I want it now. I was big on that, man. I was big. Especially because I was, my heart was so open to men, I was willing to get anything from men, especially when it comes to like purpose and identity and all that stuff and my vocation and all that stuff, man. Like, boy, I used to, man, you talking about, I was open every time, prophetic line. Boy, boy, can't wait. I need a prophetic word. I need a word prophetically from a prophet or to be a, a, a prophet today. You know, matter if you are every day, but as long as you're today. I need a word from you. Come on now. Make me feel good. <laughs> make me get through the day. Make me not uh, look at myself in the mirror and be like, and be with disgust. I'm like, bro, that's not how it works, man. It's not how it works, man. <laughs> you never, never satisfy. It's like you don't want to go back for more and more and more. It's like, dude, you know, allow God to, you know, tell you. Allow God to show you. He's going to show you. In his timing, trust me. If you pray enough, if you're on your knees enough, if you're in your word enough, if you worship it enough, you know, God can be like, look at my child. They sincere. They ain't just being a sport brat. They ain't just being this. They ain't just being that. No, they really sincere and serious. Cause we be sport brats sometimes with the Lord. We think because we, you know, Jesus, we give our life to the Lord and he's our Lord and Savior. Like he's supposed to just be there and give us every single thing. We take all his words for granted. We just we just take everything, boy. Jesus. Oh my goodness. Boy, we take everything. And sometimes we take stuff out of out of context. And it's like, look, man. I know the Lord said, Ask and it shall be given to you. Seek and you shall find, knock your door shall open to you. I know he said that. He said that. But you know, he also, you know, you gotta pray, you know, things, you know, in God's will, you know. The kingdom, things the kingdom of God. It's like, you know, if it's selfish gain, like, God, I'm asking for this. I'm like, well, you know, God, God know what we need. God know what we want. And he always give us what we need. One thing I can't say about any Christian, you cannot deny that Jesus having to give you everything you need. When you a devout, real believer, a follower, he gave you, you got everything you need right now. That's a guarantee. Now, what you want is holding the story. Because... That's the thing about it. Also, you got to think about, too, when it comes to identities. Like, do you really need your identity right now or you want your identity right now? Because in the time of need, you want to have it. In the time of need, you in the time of real desperate need, you're going to know who you are. Trust me. He ain't going to leave you hanging. He ain't. Now, if you're trying to compare identities to other people in the church, <laughs> or you're trying to, you know, play that trophy role, trying to be a trophy in the church, or you trying to be, you know, a top flight musician, or whatever it is, whatever your desire is. Now I don't know. Now that's a whole nother ball game. You that's between you and the Lord. Now that's that's you're playing with you're playing with fire. But in a time of desperate need, in a time of really true need, I really believe you're gonna know who you are in the Lord, and you gotta be patient. You know, you got you got. It's okay. And it took me a long time to to receive patience, to be patient, because being patient is long, man. That's long. I mean. Cause I'm a go getter, you know. Whatever I want, I go. I go get that, John. I'm like, yo, I'm trying to go get that, man. But I had to learn, like, look, man, it's okay to wait. Listen, I mean, you don't really have no other choice. If you want that identity from Jesus, <laughs> you ain't just about to wait. Be still, know He is. Be still, know He is God. Psalms forty six ten. You know, and He will strengthen your heart every day until you, you know, get there. It's okay. 
it's okay. You know, and I have to learn that, man. You know, just coming from, you know, just that gang life and kind of being caught up in that thing. And that's my identity and doing things to to make me make me feel good and feel valuable, man. And realize that that's just not what it was, man. It, it just it just hurt my heart, man, when I see, you know, people out here he came, who came up this same way I came up in the hood and in the ghetto, the projects. And they're trying to find their identity in the streets, man. It, it just it just hurts, man, because it's like it's like it's almost like we deceive because it's like everybody got to get the same reward, death or the pen, and we still doing that, you know. And I, even I got over to the church, man. It's like same stuff. Like everybody trying to <laughs> trying to get everybody else's identity. I'm trying to be the man of God. I'm like that's not who you are. Trying to sing, dance, do everything. You know, that like reality, that stuff is really not who we really are, man. Cause you're gonna know who you truly are and you don't need to be judged. You don't need to fight for it. You don't need to fight other people and and manipulate and do the most and you know, being a flat. I mean, like when you know who you are, you gonna know and it's gonna be enough. It's gonna be one of those good Thanksgiving meals with some hot water cornbread, some turkey, some yams. Man. It's gonna be satisfying. That's basically what I'm saying. You're gonna be satisfied. You ain't gonna need to be go looking all over the place, go try to find somewhere else or try to piece together, you know. And I rather wait for that, like that good meal, instead of out here trying to go to all these fast food restaurants. I'm good, man. I rather wait, cause it's going. It's going to happen. God ain't gonna leave me hanging, cause I need to know who I am in Him. And he can continue to show me in part. Because like I said, we see through a glass dimly. You know. It's okay. I have to I have to learn to say it's okay to wait. And it took a while. You know. I had to wait for my wife. I'm not wait for who I am. I'm in the Lord. I had to wait for my son. Like I said, I lost my first child. You know. And it's like, it maybe, you know, when we first got married, we lost a child. And then that taught me another level of uh, patience and waiting, you know, because it's like, you know, you're getting married, you're newlyweds, you know, you, you're married by faith. And next thing you know, you know, I mean, you, God bless you with a child. So I'm giving you a child and then you lose it. You know, it taught me a lot of things about patience. It taught me a lot of things about the Lord, you know, even when it comes to my identity, you know, you know, I mean. Sometimes it's hard waiting. Sometimes when you do wait, it don't it don't come the way you want it to come. Or it don't happen the way you want it to happen, you know. But God also, after that, we lost our child. He blessed us with two more children, you know. Uh, my, my first one's a son, and now recently my baby girl. And it taught me, like, God is going to make sure God got me, you know. Even with the waiting hard. Even though if it don't work out the way I want it, even though he don't communicate the way he want the way I want him to communicate to me, even though he don't do all these things the way I want him to do it, God got me. He gonna do it in His timing. And when it, when it when it come, when He give it to you, it's gonna be exactly what you need. Cause my children is exactly what I need, and I know my identity when it fully come, when it fully manifest, you know, in my life, and when I fully fully get a hold on to it, it's gonna be exactly what I need. Nothing else. I don't need to go search. I don't need to go to everybody's prayer line. I don't need to go to everybody's 
prophetic line. I don't need to go turn on the TV. Certain, like, no, I got it from the Father. And I can go and walk like Jesus walked boldly when he went into his ministry. Because he got the word, his identity from the Father. And that's how it should be with us. Because, like I said, Jesus got you. You just make sure you don't got you. <laughs> you get out the way. All right? Yeah, man, it was a good word, man. Just a good little talk, little chat. But uh, like I said, Jesus got you, man. Don't get out of everybody's prophetic line. I know. I know you seeking. Get out of, you know, stop going to everybody's house, every Christian house, talking about, you know, this and that. Like, look, it's okay. Be patient. Jesus got you. All right? God bless.